1: Slightly sexually compromising (laughs) (laughs) people.
0: Divulging their deepest digital secrets. (laughs) What the hell is happening? (laughs) Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
3: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze
2: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
4: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Hello, I'm Matt Ford, and welcome to a podcast version of my new Dave show, Unspun, which you can watch on Dave every Wednesday at 10 p.m., it's a topical show that takes a look at the week's political news. And on this podcast, we have an abridged version, a few bits and bobs, and the highlights of the interview with my special guest, Alan Johnson, the former Home Secretary and leader of Labour's Remain campaign. I've interviewed Alan before, but I think it's fair to say I never thought I'd get the revelation out of him that I did. And welcome to Unspun, the show that takes one look at British politics, cracks out the poppers, and says, let's get this party started. (laughs) Now, let me introduce the coolest house band in TV, a house band of genuine MPs, MP4! (laughs) Genuine members of parliament on drums, Greg Knight, Conservative East Yorkshire. On keyboard, Pete Wishart, SMP, Perth and North Perthshire. On lead guitar, Kevin Brennan, Labour, Cardiff West. And on vocals, Ian Corsi, Labour, Brig and Ghoul. Phenomenal house band Uh, later in the show we will be catching up on brexit and what it means enjoying a good old-fashioned purge And I'll be joined by former home secretary Alan Johnson, but first this David Cameron has announced that he's stepping down as an MP Cameron stated that he wants to spend more time with his children just as soon as he can remember what pub he's left them in (laughs) The Green Party has elected two leaders Caroline Lucas and Jonathan Bartley, who will jointly share the leadership of the party. They are now equally in charge of no councils. (laughs) And part-time washing machine salesman, Keith Latt... (laughs) ..has been caught on film soliciting rent boys. After suggesting that they get high on poppers, Van then asked them what sort of warranty they've got on their tumble dryer. And says he has got a mate who can do them a deal on an indie sit combi-loader. <laughs> Ed Biloban then enters, disguised as a TV repairman called Pablo, at which point the tape sadly runs out. <laughs> In an incredible new poll, YouGov have taken polling to the next level. Now, it's going to sound like we've made this up, and I swear we haven't. YouGov have carried out a survey on how what party you support corresponds to your sex life. Why they've done this, I have got no idea. I can only presume they let the work experience guy decide on which poll to do next. Uh, yeah, sex, sex, what about a poll on sex? God, I'd love to have sex. <laughs> now, here it is. Here it is, there's genuinely... Th- I think some of the pages are stuck together. Uh, <laughs> Voters' sex lives cross-referenced with their voting intention. A kind of 50 shades of Theresa May, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> or won't, judging by that reaction. <laughs> and it is a hell of a read. Now, some of these surveys took place over the phone. Imagine the stuff the pollsters must have heard. Uh, hello? Yes, I have got five minutes. at uh, labour? Uh, the economy? Oh, yes, I do, mate. Five times a week, dressed as a gnome. <laughs> <laughs> they asked people what their fantasies were, and trends started emerging for each party. So here it is: the British electorate sexual fantasies party by party. Conservative voters have just one fantasy, and it's this: sex with a sports star. Ooh, fairly obvious. I'm the same. Anna Kournikova, Jessica Ennis, Red Rum. <laughs> Next, let's look at the boring Lib Dems with their boring, flatlining sex lives. I mean, what sort of lights-off tedium are they into? Bondage! Filming themselves having sex. (laughs) Sex with someone of a different ethnicity. There's a black rod joke there, and I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Sex with someone transgender, and finally, watching someone masturbate. (laughs) Which is pretty much what they did during their five years in power. What a combo that lot is. I thought they only had one supporter left. But what a guy. (laughs) (laughs) UKIP have one prominent fantasy, and it's this. Using a vibrator or dildo. Presumably because they're always told to go fuck themselves. (laughs) Finally, let's see what gets Labour supporters horny. I think it's safe to say, for people who are so very dissatisfied with their sex lives, they are not afraid to experiment. Sex outdoors, sex with a stranger, sex with a TV star, sex with someone else's partner, oral sex, spanking, wearing sexy outfits, and (laughs) role-play. Wow. Basically, you say it, I'll spray it. Role-play. Roleplay! Oh go on, I'll be a Corbynite, you be the compliance unit. <laughs> 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 My guest tonight is the former Home Secretary and the man who led Labour's campaign to stay in the EU. Please give a big welcome to Alan Johnson. Stop, roll, stop, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah. Wait hey, 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 Mr. Postman.
3: <laughs>
4: Those wild men of rock and roll, including <laughs> Greg Knight on the drums. You know, what's the difference between a chiropodist and Greg Knight's drumming? I've got no idea. A chiropodist bucks up your feet.
1: Because <laughs> 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 you're quite musical. You play the guitar, you're in a band. Have you guys put a gig yeah. together? No, we haven't, but they're, uh, they're
4: pros now. Um, it's a long time. It was, uh, I was 17 when I had all my gear nicked. This crime wave followed me around, <laughs> and I thought I'd come back into it, but in the meantime, I became a postman, and
1: then I went downhill from then onwards. <laughs> <laughs> very long paper around that, downhill. Uh, yeah, uh, very long, very long. So, um, you've got a new book out. You've, you've brought out two books, really, since since leaving uh, frontline, top rank politics, uh, This Boy and Please, Mr Postman, both very emotional reads about your life. This next one, The Long and Winding Road, includes some politics this time, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the last uh,
4: 20 years, if you like. Well, not the last, I hope I live a bit longer, but it's uh, (laughs) 87, the last book finished, so this is my time going into Parliament. I was thinking of doing it about my two cultural heroes, uh, Thomas Hardy and Paul McCartney, and calling it Hey Jude the Obscure, but I decided (laughs) in the end... (laughs) I had to have another Beatles title, so The Long and Winding Road finishes off my memoirs. And does this book include any stuff about the referendum in it? No, it finishes in 2009. Okay, so Before that disaster called David Cameron became our Prime Minister and took (laughs) us in to this ludicrous situation of a referendum. But will you bring out a book about the referendum that deals with that? I'm not intending to, no. I'd prefer to entertain my readers rather than depress them. (laughs) (laughs) But
1: you've got... I mean, the referendum was such... I mean, the biggest event, the biggest political event to happen to, to most of us in, uh, in the UK, the biggest event of most of our lifetimes politically. You led Labour's campaign to keep us in the EU. Yeah, that was uh, a great success, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's fair to say that you didn't necessarily see eye-to-eye with Labour's leader, Jeremy Corbyn, is
4: No, well, let's be clear, it wasn't Jeremy Corbyn's fault that we, that we lost. I think it's because it turned into a referendum on immigration. As soon as those net migration figures came out at the end of May, it kind of turned things around. But it's fair to say, and some people might have just discerned this, that Jeremy wasn't the most passionate campaigner in favour of the EU. And I would say, at best, he was neutral, but he had people around him, John McDonnell, Seamus Milne, who were fiercely in favour of a no vote. So... And we were the Labour Party. This was a Labour Party campaign. It was a unanimous decision of our conference. All our big affiliated unions had voted to remain. But they had a separate campaign going on. So we would put into Jeremy's speeches, and that's why I'm campaigning for Britain to remain in the European Union. And that line would always get taken out. So the most you heard was Jeremy saying, that's why the Labour Party is campaigning. So never personalise it. And then you had all kinds of tensions between his office and, and the, camp, the rest of us in the Labour Party. And, and how would those tensions manifest themselves? Oh, well, that, plus the fact they never turned up to any of the strategy meetings, plus the fact they started their own little camp... Yeah, which is a bit of a clue. <laughs> uh, call me Mr Perceptive. Uh, uh, as I say, it's not why we lost it. We lost it, I mean, for all kinds of reasons, including a former Prime Minister who's now leaving Parliament, David Cameron, who just messed this up completely. I mean, it, it was a disaster from first to last. In fact, he got 44% of Tory supporters backing him, who was their leader. If he'd have got 50%, the referendum would have been won. So, w- with Corbyn, how much personal
1: interaction have you had with him? You, from the referendum onwards? None. None at all? None from the referendum onwards, but, you know... What, what about during the referendum? Did you ever speak on the phone? Yeah, we spoke a few times. And, and yeah. what were those conversations like? Perfectly pleasant. He's a perfectly
4: pleasant chap. I've known him, you know, 20 years since I've been in Parliament and before, when I was a trade union leader.
1: Perfectly so, what would pleasant. you say to him on the phone? <laughs>
4: I would say to him, look, Jeremy, um, you need to tell your people to kind of put some more effort into this. You know, we've got one particular occasion, three weeks to go, and we need to pull out all the stops, because only Labour can win this, because all the signs are the Tories are not going to come out to vote for Remain.
1: And, it's busy having sexual sports stars indoors. Sports but stars <laughs> and all that, yeah, I
4: like that list. <laughs> did, you, did you just have Lembit Opik on the... Uh, LAUGHTER <laughs> just one person you realize? Yeah. LAUGHTER um, and, you know, he was, he was on his way to a, doing Liverpool. All right, I'll have a word with someone. But, I mean, Jeremy's really kind of, he's got people around him who sort of pull his strings. Uh, so he never really did much about it. And did he ever say to you, look, Alan, I'm just not that
1: bothered about the EU?
4: <laughs> oh, is that your impersonation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: wonderful? Well, it's sort of, oh, <laughs> Ian Duncan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, they've got a similar things. I don't know if you know that Corbyn thing that he does where he only talks out of one eye. That's yeah, sort of... yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, that's good. Yeah. He sniffs a lot. Sniffs a lot. Yeah. It's almost like every time he's being interviewed, someone's cooking in the next room. <laughs>
3: right. you have got
1: 400,000 new members, we've got 200,000 new affiliates. Is someone cooking Shepherd's Pie? <laughs> <laughs> it's uncanny. I thought I was sitting with Jeremy there for a minute. <laughs> uh, is that an insult? Should I, be... hey. <laughs> should, I, should I be offended? Borderline. <laughs> now, obviously, the Labour Party is choosing uh, their new leader at the moment. Uh, we were meant to be joined by Owen Smith tonight. Uh, who, um, who can't... Uh, who hasn't been able to make it. He... Is he tied up? <laughs> 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 uh... What is it about you <laughs> Labour types <laughs> that are stage? <obsessed? laughs> I mean, did you recognise any of those? Labour fantasies? I didn't do it. I told the judge at the time (laughs) that wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) It was a different Johnson that they saw. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: They
1: saw in the park. Yeah. Boris, maybe. uh, Well, indeed, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that sort of thing, I, I mean, I do... I've been to various party conferences and things and, and seen uh, various different parties. I've never thought that there would be different types of sexual tastes for different parties. Well, you aren't... I didn't do that bloody poll. I, <laughs> done I don't know.
4: I've only ever been in one party. But I tell you what, I'm swapping to the Lib Dem. <laughs> <laughs> sounds
1: like... Sounds like great fun. Um, um, we're, we're disappointed that Owen isn't here. I mean, it's probably not a surprise that you're supporting him over Jeremy Corbyn to be leader of the Labour Party. I am, indeed, yes. I went to a rally that
4: uh, Owen did in in Hull. He was very good. Do you have a message to send, Owen? Good luck. (laughs) Keep fighting. I meant more for not being here, a telling off. Oh, no, I don't think so, no. I think uh, he shows a great discernment, a great cultural discernment not to appear on your
1: programme. I think he's. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh (laughs) too hard at that. Before uh, we let you go, Alan, obviously, the big question facing the nation, and facing you. uh, Spanking or sex outdoors? (laughs) (laughs) Or when my book is going to be published, (laughs) (laughs) £16.99 at all good bookshops, 22nd of September. Um, (laughs) Uh, I suppose uh, if that's thick enough, you could use that as a paddle.
4: Yeah, (laughs) that's (laughs) true. That's true. Um, I think spanking's underrated. (laughs) Uh, I just did my own modest view.
1: I'm tempted to have what they call in Parliament a supplementary question, <laughs> <laughs> and a German. Yeah, yeah. what? Underrated? Why? <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: what? <laughs> the, you know what... <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: <wish I'm> <laughs> I think it's the satisfying smack of skin <laughs> on skin. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure everyone in the audience could see that, but before you give that second answer, there was just a brief look of regret.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and on that bombshell... Show... On that bombshell, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's been an honour, Alan Johnson. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Well, there you go, Alan Johnson with an incredible revelation that spanking is underrated and he loves the sound of skin on skin. I don't think I'll ever look at him uh, the same way ever again. Um, You can watch the full show of Unspun every Wednesday at 10 on Dave as well as downloading the podcasts. We'll do one of every show so that you can listen to this on the go. You can also, of course, watch Unspun on the UK TV player on your iPad or tablet or laptop or however you want to consume it. Uh, But thank you very much for downloading this. I hope you enjoyed it.